Welcome to BYU Radio's Big Stories, a show dedicated to the incredible tales surrounding the opponents of the BYU Cougars. I'm your host, Cleon Wall. Lieutenant Colonel Dan Rooney had one shot. The former Kansas Jayhawk and United States Air Force pilot had to complete a solo flight in an F-16 to become a fighter pilot. I obviously went and flew that ride. And you fly it or you wash out of the program. And as I shut the motor down on this, you know, massive F-16 fighter jet and just am experiencing this adrenaline rush like I never had before in my life, it, it hits me, my life anthem, which is go before you're ready. And I felt it was like God with me. It's like, if you go, I will always be with you. And I never look back from that moment. And I'll double down on that and say most successful people, that true greatness, it's almost foundational that you're going to have to go before you're ready. And I've never stopped. The lieutenant colonel's life anthem led him in an unexpected direction that eventually blessed the lives of thousands. I want to bring people together. Before he was Lieutenant Colonel Rooney, he was just Dan Rooney, a young boy with a dream. When I was 12, I met my first fighter pilot. And he was about 40 years old, and it just came out of my mouth. He looked at him and like, you can be grown up and cool. And he looked back at me and he was like, yeah. And that was my first man crush. I'm like, I want to be this guy's uh, name is Steve Courtright, call sign Reno. So I knew from a young kid that's like, I'm going to go be a fighter pilot. Rooney also played golf and was pretty good at the sport. I played golf at the University of Kansas and sharpened my spear of life there as a competitor. Um, I learned discipline, routine, and I played against this guy, Tiger Woods. And I don't believe in chance in life. Like, people are put in your path for a reason. And obviously, Tiger, you know, went on to do great things in golf, but those moments that I got to play against him, I, I watched how he worked and his attitude and his competitiveness. And it sounds crazy, but those skills would translate into, you know, my boyhood dream of being a fighter pilot. I remember I walked out, it was my junior year at Kansas, and I told everybody on the golf team and they laughed. They're like, oh yeah. Uh, and that's when you figure out, don't tell people, just go do. So Rooney plotted his course. He played some mini golf tour events after graduating from KU to earn enough money to pay to get his pilot's license. Then he took a bunch of tests and eventually qualified to go to undergraduate pilot training school in the United States Air Force. Dan never forgot his first day of pilot training. This colonel comes in, there's 45 of us in, in the class, and he was like, welcome to your boyhood dream. It's like, we're gonna spend $6 million over the next two and a half years training you, but the realities are it's, it's less than 10% will successfully become a fighter pilot. A little more than 18 months into the program, Rooney realized that boyhood dream of becoming a fighter pilot. He also became a golf pro. The awesome part of this story is I had no idea how God would put those two things together to send me on my real life mission. Got back from my second of three combat tours of duty in Iraq as an F-16 pilot. And I was on a commercial airliner going from Chicago here to Grand Rapids, Michigan to my other job as a golf pro. We landed in Grand Rapids. The captain came over the PA and announced that we were carrying the remains of Corporal Brock Buckland who'd been killed in Iraq. And that his identical twin brother, Corporal Brad Buckland was in first class and had brought him home. 
seen a lot of bad things in combat that I carry with me every day, but I'd never seen this side of war. And that night I watched the Buckland family in one of the darkest moments of their lives. His brothers, his parents, his wife, and his four-year-old son as Brock's American flag draped coffin inched down from the cargo ramp. And ceremony finishes up and, and I stand up and <clears throat> despite the captain's request, more than half the people have deboarded the plane that night. And uh, I knew I had to do something to help this family that I'd seen, but also to reach out to those folks that just don't understand that freedom isn't free. I walked off the jet bridge and go before you're ready. Call my wife and I'm like, hey, Jackie, I know what we gotta do. And a few months later, we would start a nonprofit above our garage in Broken Arrow, Oklahoma. The lieutenant colonel had no idea how to run a nonprofit, but his objective was clear. Provide scholarships to spouses and kids who've had somebody killed or disabled, defending our freedoms. The organization is called Folds of Honor. My dad was a college professor for 40 years. And I've seen what happens when you teach someone how to fish they feed themselves for a lifetime, but they also become productive members of society. And as we struggle to find equality and all of these things in our country, there's only one path, and that's through education, because then you empower that individual. Education was so important to Matt. This is Jen Stevens, and she's referring to her husband, Matt Stevens. Matt was a dentist and said, hey, man, 9-11 happens, I'm, I wanna go surf. And like Lieutenant Colonel Rooney, Matt deployed to Iraq. He was among the first boots on the ground, and really his time in Iraq, he was witness to and subjected to a side of the human race that I think very few people can even understand. Um, during his third tour, a roadside bomb would take two of his closest friends and send Matt home with a traumatic brain injury. He had confused and incomplete thoughts, um, nausea, vomiting, often had trouble speaking clearly. Um, his short-term memory was, was pretty much shot. The kids didn't understand why their dad stopped showing up, and they didn't understand why he spent hours at home alone in a dark room, um, why he had become so angry and easily irritable. It was a very difficult and tumultuous time for our family. Then, Matt found out he had cancer. The doctor's prognosis was bleak. It's aggressive, it's angry, and we're not really sure what the next steps are. Um, but we know that it is serious and severe. And right there, your mind, um, at least my mind, excuse me, kind of went to, our family is never going to be the same. We're not going to survive this. It was kind of like, you know, why God us? We've done all the things you've asked of us. And it was a very dark time, I think, in our faith, um, as in a, a family as a whole. And um, Matt, being the strong, faithful Christian man that he was, um, was absolutely certain that he was leaving this world for a better place. Matt said he wished he would have died a hero's death in Iraq because he never wanted his wife and kids to see him so weak and incapacitated. But if 
even one single soul were saved as a result of his suffering, then it was all worth it. And it was absolutely the path that he was meant to travel. And I think what is perhaps the greatest plot twist of all is that I am that soul that he saved. While Jen clinged to her faith, she was also worried about the future. As a parent, when you're dealing with the inevitable death of your spouse, um, while your heart is obviously with them, it's also with your children. The majority of thousands of military folks that I've gotten to meet over the years and that our worst scenario is something happens to us and we can't take care of our families. And you take that to the Bible, it's 87 times. Take care of my widows and orphans. And that's what we do. We show up um, in the darkest of places and we bring honor and hope, providing a gift of an education to these families. Jen is, uh, I mean, all our recipients are special, but, but she's a hometown girl and our hometowns are all so important to all of us. I actually received a phone call from um, Lieutenant Colonel Rooney and he said, hey, we have a little surprise for you this afternoon. Um, just want to make sure the whole family's going to be home. I'm going to stop by around two, and I'm thinking, okay, probably better freshen everybody up a little bit. We go outside and kind of waiting, and we hear this chanting coming from across the street, and we're like, what in the heck is going on? And um, around the corner comes just a mob of people um, in front of the Budweiser Clydesdales. I mean, in our neighborhood, coming right up in front of our house, um, pull up to our driveway. And um, I mean, it, it was an incredibly surreal moment. Uh, our kids, of course, were just in shock, absolute shock. And um, Dan was right up there leading the rig and jumped on down and um, handed our kids their scholarships. and. It was an absolutely beautiful day. Um, it was actually a Memorial Day, and I will never forget that Matt specifically saying that, you know, what was a historically a really sad and somber day for him, um, that actually kind of turned it around for him. Jen is a perfect example of, like, there's nothing more heroic than a mom, but a mom doing it all by herself, having lost her husband serving our country. I just can't think of anything that could make anyone feel better about who you are than stepping up for someone like Jen and her family. If you were to have one friend in the world, you sh it should be Colonel Dan. Um, he has an amazing ability to just bring out the best in people. I can't tell you how many times he's just, he knows exactly when to call, when to text, when to search you out, when to say, how are you doing? What do you need? Are you supported? Uh, just a wonderful human being. Watching these moms forge on is, uh, it's the most inspiring thing I've ever seen in my life. And to get to come alongside of them and say, hey, we got you. We believe in you. We're not going anywhere. And Folds of Honor gives scholarships away, but I think to many of our recipients, if you ask them, it's not just a check that they get in the mail. 
It's this folds of honor kingdom that comes alongside of their family in a very tangible way. And uh, makes them feel that, hey, you're not alone. We're gonna honor that sacrifice. Uh, We're gonna meet your sacrifice with hope and we're gonna journey alongside of you. Folds of Honor really stepped in at that point to fill that gap, not only for me, but for my kids and said, you know, we're here. We know this is a long road. This is gonna be hard, but um, we're here walking side by side with you. And for me, that release of, um, it's very lonely, I think, when you're going through this and just that companionship that came with Folds of Honor, being introduced to other families that may have been um, dealt with similar circumstances, it, it just was so impactful for myself and my kids. I, disco- I discovered this amazing irony in life that when you reach out to help someone, that you're actually the one being helped. And it changed everything. And like, I know it for certain, that is the highest evolution of any human being, is using your time and talent to help other people. I've gotten to sit back, front row seat, and witness the way God has connected folds of honor from some guy sitting above his garage with an idea to 50,000 lives that have been changed. It's. It would be hard not to have extraordinary faith every day. Tens of thousands of lives have been enhanced just because Dan acted on his life's anthem. I am certain that the good stuff is where most people aren't willing to go, and you gotta go before you're ready to those places. 16 years on this journey, I will tell you for certain that the Holy Spirit is what connects Folds of Honor to people's heart. This is a God thing and we continue to grow and change lives and unapologetically live as a faith-forward organization to support these families. Thanks for listening to BYU Radio's Big Stories. This episode was produced by Nathan Cannon and me, Cleon Wall. Music and post-production by Kevin West. Make sure you watch BYU TV's Big Stories by logging on to BYUSN.com. Big Stories is a production of BYU Radio.